Hello and welcome to the Expat Partner Podcast. My name is Julia Mida and I'm a life and leadership coach, author and ex-expat partner. In this podcast, I will bring you ideas, inspiration and interviews so you can use this transformational time abroad to create a life that makes you happy and fulfilled. Hello and welcome to the Expat Partner Podcast. My name is Julia Mida and I'm happy that you're listening to me. First of all, I would like you to get into the podcast and so please close your eyes and take a deep breath. So, welcome to the podcast. So in the German version of this episode, I have an interview with um, Angelika Bungert-Stüttgen, who is um, an interior architect. And uh, she was also an expat partner um, almost 20 years ago. And so we could talk about rooms and how important the apartment or the house that you live in is. So um, today I will be talking about this topic and while I researched it to prepare for the discussion with Angelika, I found so many things and I had so many moments of, yeah, let's say enlightenment um, and about what I did wrong and what I did right when uh, we moved to the US that I thought that this will be very enlightening for you as well. And if you have your um, expert time ahead of you and you are packing now or you uh, will be moving in a few months, this episode will be very valuable for you because you can, um, yeah, maybe change your, your packing plan a little bit and uh, think about it a, a little bit more. But if you're already... Living in another country, you can still think about a few things and maybe change a few things in your house and just, yeah, get more a feeling for it, how important the house or your apartment really is for you. So, um, yeah, as I said, we talked about the importance of um, the space that you live in. And this is not only true for expats um, or for expat partners. It is true for everybody. But there are not that many people who really think about the space that they live in. In an expat situation, it just becomes much more important. And there's kind of a focus on it. Um, so there's a little bit more drama in it so it's it's really um important for your emotions because in an expat situation you live in a country that you don't know yet and where you don't know the culture and so your apartment or your house becomes the central space for you and it becomes an even bigger importance than it has in your home country. Additionally, as an expat partner, you might spend 
a little bit more time at home than the rest of the family and also than you did before. So for you, it's really important that the space you live in is something that you like and that you feel comfortable in. The problem in the expat situation is, though, that you um, often just have um, a limited choice. For example, um, in the US, renting is not as common as it is in Germany. So um, when we moved there, we had a very limited choice um, of places we could um, live in and houses. And then additionally, there's um, the neighborhood you maybe want to live in or you don't want to live in or the school district that you need for your children to, uh, to visit a good school. So choices become very limited and sometimes you can choose between one or two. Or even when there are 10, it's not as many choices as you have in another country. And sometimes it's even worse than that and you live in an expat community, um, like in a compound, and the houses look all the same, or um, the company tells you in which apartment you should move, and you don't have a choice. You just can take this one or not go. So this limitation um, is often already quite stressful for people. And then there's another thing, in an expert situation, um, you often don't have that much time to choose. Either um, you're going on a look-and-see trip, or at least this is what it was called when um, we went on this little trip um, before to the US to, to see what it was like to meet our relocation manager. Um, and you go on this trip and you look at houses and you have to decide fast and you can only choose from the ones that you see during that time. Um, yeah, or you don't have anything when you then really move there um, sometime later. Or you are moving there because you didn't have time for that trip or you didn't find anything. And then you live in a hotel for the first weeks or month. And living in a hotel is fun when you are on vacation. It's not so much fun when you are permanently living there with your family or even when you when you do it alone because mm, it's not your space. So you want to move out fast, maybe from this um, from this hotel, and so you rush into making a choice where to live and um, which house to get. And this rushing into it um, also doesn't help to make a good decision on a place that you really feel comfortable in. It's understandable that you want to move out fast, but still, um, it's very important to take your time there. Don't rush. You might have done this already, or maybe you have not, but there's a little um, idea for you. Um the internet and Skype are very, very good things uh, and friends of our ex uh, of, of us as expats. And you can use Skype um, even when you're an ocean away to um, visit an apartment and to see it. Maybe your relocation manager or um, the real estate agent or an expat who is already living in that city can move 
with an iPad or a phone or whatever um, through the roof rooms and um, yeah, let you see them via Skype. And you can visit several apartments um, like this and already make a decision um, even though you're far away or get a feeling at least for what is on the market and what um, yeah you can expect because if you pack your container before you know what the situation is like in this new um, area you live in, you have no idea if all the apartments have big windows and you can't um, place all your bookshelves there. So make use of this technology. Reach out to people, ask them if they would do for you, do that for you. And if you think about it, if you were asked by somebody else if you would do that, um, I think many people would say, of course, I would like to go and see apartments and um, look at them for you and help you decide um, via Skype. So um, don't be shy, just reach out. I think there are many people who would like to help you with that. So, and then you have decided on a house. Um, maybe, uh, okay, when you're already there and you have already packed your things, this might be too late, but um, when you are still at home and you are trying to decide what to bring, really think about this new apartment or house you're moving into. And think about what do you need from it? What kind of feeling does the house need to give you? And what do you need to bring in order to make this happen, to get this feeling? This is um, crucial but many people never ever think about it. So it's very important. How do you want to feel in this house? And what do you need to bring? And the question is, do you really need all your things? Or do you just need a few things? So Angelica said that you should, before you start packing, first of all, you sort through your things before you pack and sort things out. Don't pack everything and have the idea that you will then um, give away stuff or um, sort things through and out while you're already in the new country. Do it before you pack. Travel as lightly as possible. So, and when you go through your stuff, um, really take one thing at a time. Give yourself this time, if you can, and feel into it. What kind of feeling does this piece of furniture, this porcelain set or um, these books, whatever it is, what kind of feeling does it give you? And do you want to take this feeling with you? And maybe, for example, um, in your bedroom, maybe you don't need everything, like the lamp or the little carpet or um, whatever it is. Maybe you don't need everything, but you just need your comfy PJs to feel really comfortable and sleep well 
in your new house. This is a tough exercise um, because we collect so many things along the way um, in our life that we just, and we just have them and we have gotten used to them. But when you really feel into it, you will learn really fast um, if this is something you are really attached to and that you need in, in, in your life or if you can let it go. And if you can let it go, do that at home. Leave it there if possible or just give it away already because you might not ever need it again. When I moved um, to Raleigh, it was, for example, for me, I took so many books. I have hundreds, maybe thousands of books. I've never counted. <laughs> and I felt that I needed to take them to feel at home in that new house. And this was not true. I think the, the moving company, they didn't like me that much when they packed all my books and put them in the container. And it was really, it was a lot. And we had a room full of books and I never touched them or rarely. I didn't need to bring them. I collected so many more books while we, while we lived there. And those books were so much more important for me. And it didn't make me feel more at home to have my German books there. And the problem was that I couldn't give them away while we were in Raleigh because nobody reads German books there. So I took them all back and donated them when we were back. So I moved them, really, hundreds of books across the ocean, had them there for almost four years and moved them back. And then I donated them. So if I had thought through it, I might have not taken them with me. Um, but maybe I, I would have because I thought I needed them to feel at home. So you never know. You can be right. You can be wrong. But really go through your things and think about it. Yeah, Angelica also suggested another experiment because um, I already said that you should travel as lightly as possible. But um, you can maybe try a little experiment if you're up for it. Um, this is a limited time that you will spend in this country. And maybe you can try out a new kind of identity. I know it's a lot and I totally understand if you you're not up to it because it's already a lot of change and emotions and everything and you might not need to throw in a new identity but maybe this also means freedom for you to have the space to explore yourself and who you really are and you can do this really well with an empty space not totally empty maybe but just not a lot and then you can see how this fills up what do you put in? What do you take out? What do you really need? Um, what are you picking up from the new culture that you're living in? And as the time is limited, you know you can always go back to your old life with all your things. But during that time, you can try out maybe who you also are, what another identity can be that you can take on. 
just as an idea. You don't need to do it. Um, but I found it very refreshing to try this out. A friend of mine, for example, she um, moved to the US twice. And on her first assignment, she took everything. And it was just a lot. And she took everything back. And um, yeah, her life changed a little bit. And a few years later, she went back again. And this time, she just took air fried, just a few things and bought everything there. And then um, she decided to sail it, sail it all in a yacht sale when she went back. I don't think she did it because she wanted to try out a new identity. She just didn't like the hassle of taking everything out of the house, moving it into the space in in the US and then moving everything back. But this is possible. Maybe So maybe you don't try this experiment on your first assignment, but maybe you have a second assignment and you can try it then because you have more experience on how you will react to the situation. So let's come back to the space then that you're actually living in. Angelika said that the house or the apartment you live in is like a third skin. Maybe second skin. <laughs> At least it's part of your identity and most people don't see that. So they are not very conscious about the decisions they make regarding the space that they live in. It's really important that you feel comfortable in the space that you live in. Because the space will bring you a lot of emotions. They can be negative and they can be positive. And of course, we would like them to be positive. So what do you need to feel good and comfortable in the home that you live in? What makes you happy? What makes you comfortable? And then you can think about, um, for example, right now, those huge windows are very popular. The question is, if you like them too, or if you have them, or if you choose them, do you really like them? Do you really need them? Or are you just following this trend, this fashion? Or would you rather have a space with smaller windows where it's more cozy and you can put a lot more stuff on the walls and just feel more comfortable? It can be both. But just be very conscious why you do things, why you like things, why you choose things. And rather go with your feeling that you need instead of a trend or a fashion. So it's really important that you dive deep into your feelings and really look at them. Take an honest look at your feelings because it's so important. And one thing that you can also do is look back at your childhood and what your experiences were as a child. Where did you grow up? Um, what was the setting? Where did you feel safe and comfortable? And also take this into consideration when you choose a house or an apartment or the things that you put into that. The feeling of safety in general is very important 
especially for expats. And by safety, I don't mean that you need to live in a safe neighborhood or have an alarm system. For me, this is a given that you will choose anyway when you choose the house. You will never move to a unsafe neighborhood. Um, so it's not the physical safety, but it's the emotional safety that I'm talking about. There's already so much change and turmoil in your life when you are on an expat assignment that you need a place where you feel really safe and comfortable and where your emotional needs are met and you can recharge. Because especially as an expat partner, your house or apartment will become a hiding place for you from time to time, your emotional hiding place. For some people, it's more. For some people, it's less. But when you have this emotionally safe base and a house that it gives you a good feeling and that you like to live in, you really have a base you can use to explore the world around you. If you always have a place to go back to where you can close the door and you feel good and comfortable, then you can go out and explore and meet new people, find new things. This is really harder to do when you don't have a space that you can retract to. Because if you don't like your house, you will be stressed out. You might feel it in the beginning, and at some point you will get used to the stress, and you will take it as a given. But still, your body and your mind are under stress all the time, and this is not a healthy living. So please make sure that you like the space you live in. And what studies have shown is that the more insecure or ill or stressed out a person is, the more important the space that she lives in gets. So when you're happy and healthy and everything is fine, your house is already important but it gets more important when you're stressed out and not so well. And when you have this in mind and you know that the times will come as an expat because there will always be situations when you feel lonely or homesick or you have culture shock and you will just, yeah, you just need a happy place. Be sure to create this happy place before you need it. Another aspect of this is that you really need to check if your house gives you the space that you need to be yourself and also for personal growth. You might neglect this point when you are in a hurry to find a house, but if you are an avid gardener, for example, you need a place where you can grow plants. This doesn't have to be a garden. It would be nice if it were one, 
but it can also be a balcony or a porch or just a big window. But just make sure that you have the space to do whatever you need as a person, to live your identity and who you are. Because if you can't do that for one, two, three, four years, you will get even more stressed out. You will miss it and it will not be good for you. So check in with yourself what you really need. And it can also be a place where you can do your artwork. And now one more thing about um, the space that you live in. Um, studies have shown that however much you like your partner or your kids, you always need a space that you have for yourself, that you can go to, um, preferably close a door, not just a little corner where you can sit, but a place where you can be alone, on your own, and just, yeah, it's like a hiding space, but it's really, it's to recharge and to make decisions on your own. And especially if you have a room that you can decorate and create and um, the way you want it to, this is very important for you, that you have your own space. And this has nothing to do on how good your marriage is or if you're a good mom. This is just very important for every human being. So make sure that you have this. And here's the last aspect. Talk to your family about it, especially to your partner, but also to the kids, because they have the same needs. They also need a space where they can go to if they need to be alone. And talk about it. Talk about what you need for your family life, for your marriage life, to feel good and comfortable and safe. Talking is so important. Be very conscious about it, about the space that you live in, that you feel happy and good and safe. Because then you have the base and make the best out of your expat time. So I hope you liked this episode and you got something out of it. And I hope that uh, we can um, discuss it a little bit more. So if you want to do that, you can um, come to my Facebook group, um, which you can find on my um, Facebook page. This is um, Julia Mida Dreamfinder Coaching. And there, from there is a link to the Expat Partner Dream Life Facebook group. And um, yeah, just uh, let me know and I will add you to the group. No problem. And then we can discuss it there. Or just send me an email to podcast at dreamfinder-coaching.de or send me a, a message on Facebook or Instagram. I would love to hear about your experiences with your space, the house you live in, the apartment you chose, um, mistakes you made, um, good decisions that you made. Yeah, I would like to hear about everything. And yeah, so see you online, hopefully. And then 
Until next week. Bye. This was the Expert Partner Podcast with Julia Mida. Thank you for listening. If you want more information on how you can create your dream life, please visit my website. You will find it under www.dreamfinder-coaching.com. There you will find all information and links for this and other episodes. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram, and I would love to connect with you there. If you have questions or feedback for me, or if you have any idea for a topic that I can cover for you in this podcast, please email me under podcast at dreamfinder-coaching.de. I wish you a wonderful day and please enjoy your life.